This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. All right, ladies, heads up. This one is for you. We're going to be talking about weight loss for women. All right, I'm going to ask you a question. Think about it. Have you ever said this? I'll start on Monday. Have you ever written it down on a sticky note? Have you you ever repeated it after you start on Monday and then you get halfway into the week and your entire desire to lose that weight is completely botched and you're often running into bad patterns and habits and then guess what? Sunday comes around again and you're saying, I'll start on Monday. Well, listen, I have been there myself um, and I've got somebody right here on our show today that's gonna help us break those cycles. Her name is Gauri. Hayden. She is the founder and head coach of a company called Fight For You Fitness. And that's exactly what she does. Her company was started with a burning desire to help women fight for themselves and make their own personal health and fitness goals a priority and not just get started with those goals, but actually get them done. She has an entire personal story that makes her perfect guest for this show. Uh, and we're just going to talk all about it because I know it is a struggle out there. Gowrie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dr. Holly. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah of course. So, um, yeah, tell me about Fight For You Fitness uh, because I, I, I love the title uh, and I think that it's important that people fight for themselves because it is a fight out there. Why did you, why, why did you, why did you find this, found this company? So I think, I mean, it's been a long journey for me. I spent most of my 20s, about a decade, in fact, <laughs> uh, in and out of uh, rehabs, every kind of treatment center, outpatient mm. program, 12-step program, you name it, uh, for bulimia, anorexia, and then actually some uh, drug addiction issues that were all related to my fight to have the perfect body to be thin, uh-huh. and, and it nearly killed me. Um and even after working through all of that and getting to a point of what, you know, would be considered healthy, it still took years for me to develop a relationship with food where I wasn't just obsessed with it and thinking about food. It wasn't on my mind 24-7, but instead I was learning how to eat mindfully. <laughs> um, right. And, that, you know, making food a choice instead of this uh, obsession that I had to either run away from or escape with. Um, you know, and so then I became a personal trainer and a, a group back instructor. And as much as I loved doing that and helping people in the physical respect, there was still, it wasn't enough for me. There was still this other 23 hours of the day. I wasn't helping people. Um, cause you can, you can help someone work out and give them a great, you know, class or exercises or anything. But once they leave the gym, you, you're not you're not there that other 23 hours when they're making choices about what they're eating because as we know exercise and movement is super important to overall health but it's such a small piece of the puzzle and so um i i found in teaching because i'm a fighter and i've worked in stunt fighting teaching people how to fight and kickboxing classes and boxing classes that in particular when i was coaching women specifically there was just this amazing moment for them when they were kicking and punching where their eyes would just light up and this smile would come on their face and they felt so powerful and so strong mm. and like roar. I'm a woman. Right. <laughs> Hear me. And I thought, how can I help them feel that way all the time in their daily lives when they're 
trying to be these uh, walking superheroes, getting everything done, carpool and wiping running sure. noses and deadlines and bosses and social obligations. Like, how can I help women feel that way all the time, more manageable and make themselves the priority? And so that's when I decided it was time for me to, to do my own thing as a nutrition coach and a health coach and, and deal with, you know, how I can help women not just lose weight and get stronger, but maintain it. Because the overall sure. goal as a coach is that eventually they don't need you anymore. They're right. so empowered and and it's become so ingrained in them that they feel, they do feel strong and awesome and confident to get through the day. And just, it's a lifelong change as opposed to just any kind of quick fix. Well, that's great. I mean, I think it's so important. Um, I mean, and thankfully you did found this company, Fight For You Fitness, um, because I think it's, you make up so many great points. You know, I, I know that on my intake form, even in my practice, I mean, diet, of course, is a huge part. Food in general, how you nourish yourself. I, I always talk about this. People are probably rolling their eyes, listening to it yet once again. But if you look up diet in the dictionary, it means habitual nourishment. And, uh, you know, how to, on a habit do you nourish yourself? But I also say in my intake form that I ask people just to have, if they have any insight at all with their relationship with food, because I know that in this society, mm-hmm. food certainly is nu- nutrients and, and nourishment, but it can be so many other things. It's celebratory. It could be, it's definitely used as a drug. It can be used as comfort. And I think, you know, myself, you, anybody could go out and write out a plan for somebody to lose weight. We can calculate macros and uh, calories and good calories mm-hmm. and versus bad calories and all of that stuff. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, that's like one sliver of the pie because there's so much, as you well know, that goes into um, how we nourish ourselves or how we choose not to. And I think that's been one Mm -hmm. of the most difficult things for people. And that's why I sort of joked about the I'll start on Monday because I do think that women especially have a desire um, to lose weight. Not all women, but a lot of women do. And then the shame that happens when they start on Monday and they don't yet do it once again, that that just feeds this process over and over and over again and just makes it so worse. And then the yo-yo dieting starts happening and the net weight gain after that process is just unbearable. And that's when depression, anxiety, and certainly health risks are on board. So what do you see as some of the biggest problems women face when it comes to health and fitness goals, especially with weight loss? Mm, Yeah, that Monday thing is a big one for sure. (laughs) Um, you know, I would say the O's, the big O's, uh, they're overworked, they're overstressed, um, they get overwhelmed, and for many, it's emotional overeating. Um, you can, you can give anyone this set meal plan, as we know, and this set workout plan, but when they get so overwhelmed, you know, I've got women who are just downloading everything from Facebook and the internet on a daily basis, this eight-week diet, this, do these workouts, do this. But it all becomes so overwhelming because, again, yeah, it's Monday. They've got this idea in their head of this perfect day. I'm going to get up at 5. I'm going to hit the alarm. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do this great new workout of this class I love. And then I'm going to eat this perfect breakfast. And then I'm going to go to work and be amazing and awesome and nail it at this meeting. And then I'm going to have lunch, which is going to be this super balanced thing that I downloaded. Great recipe. I've never heard of quinoa, but I'll figure that out somehow. And right. Lunch. <laughs> I'll do my food prep, too, on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, wait, forgot to do the food prep. So I have to eat out today with my coworkers. But um, I don't know how many calories are in this on the menu, so I think I'm just going to skip lunch instead. And then it just spirals. 
So even if you have this amazingly perfect day set up in your head, once one thing goes wrong, or maybe something, you know, you've got a, a trigger, you get in a fight with someone, and then you're in the break room, and you're pissed off at your coworker, so you grab a donut, and then two hours later you're feeling so much guilt and shame about that donut because you've set yourself up for this all-or-nothing plan, and either going to be perfect or it's nothing, so I might as well just blow it tonight, and then the next thing you know you're face deep in a bucket of ice cream. But <laughs> there's so many emotions attached to food for us, particularly as women. It's one of those things we turn to and for, for good and for bad. And if we can start to think of food as a choice and food as a source of information instead of terms of good and bad, um, and what would be a little bit better, so then it, it is no longer this all or nothing. I have to be completely perfect or right. I'm a failure, and and yeah, then I'll forget it. I'll do it Monday, and then next week, next year, next millennium. Right. <laughs> yeah, those are, I mean, big big problems. I, I see it, I do, I see it all the time. You know, I've, uh, once again, I'll say it again, but I've had this uh, saying where I encourage people when they get into that place, instead of being critical of themselves and, and, and diving right into that shame cycle, to get curious first, like, huh, I wonder what happened with that day. I, I had a program mm-hmm. I re- wrote once called um, a daily autopsy. You know, the day is gone. It's gone. It's dead, right? But go back and sort of just listen, woman, figure out how somebody died. It's like, what happened with that day? Let's go back and, and excavate, you know, what the email was that you got that upset you, where you went numb and went to the refrigerator mindlessly and all of that stuff. All right, so back at it. So, Gowry, why do so many women yo-yo? give up or think it's not possible to actually really reach these personal desires and goals that they have around their health and weight? You know, again, it goes back to that getting overwhelmed um, and that all or nothing thinking, because even if they've got this perfect plan, they think they're going to stick to, maybe they can do it for a day or a week or a couple weeks, but it's just, it isn't realistically sustainable for them. They're, they're not ready, willing, or able to make that many changes all at once. Um, and and they uh, there's a big gap between them knowing what to do and actually being able to do it and create something manageable. Um, you know, identifying their triggers, like you said, being mindful about your eating, knowing what their obstacles or their barriers to weight loss success are, and finding ways to troubleshoot them and overcome them. Like if you know every morning you get up and you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off and that's why you skip breakfast. So let's figure out a way to to make that a little bit better. Can you prep some of your breakfast the night before? Is there something that you can, uh, a task in the morning that you could do the night before instead so you have time to make your breakfast? Can you put your exercise clothes in your car the night before so you don't have to think about that in the morning? Just um, and knowing, you know, knowing triggers a lot of us, um, again, we're not mindful about what we're eating and why we're eating it. Um, and then if you can identify that and really sit down and figure out your people, places, and things, where were you when, when that happened? What were you thinking? What was going on for you? What was your response and how did it make you feel? Um, food is information. <laughs> it can tell yeah. us a lot. Um, and, you know, and a lot of women, too, with the yo-yo dieting thing, just picking plans that aren't right for them. It's not manageable for them or their lifestyles. You know, one woman might have a really flexible schedule, and it 
super easy for her to cook or do groceries on a daily basis. But for another, you really got to hunker down and say, okay, I have, to get, I have to create a list, first of all, instead of running to the store every day. I have to figure out when I'm going to go to the store. And then how can I prep myself for the week ahead? Because I work 12-hour days and I just... So right. making everything a little bit more manageable instead of being perfect, what would be just a little bit better um, and... Baby steps. Yeah. So, okay, with Fight For You Fitness, now, do people have to be right in front of you or are you one-to-one or this is an online, how how, how do you get people's attention and then start working with them individually? So I actually, as a coach, um, we do both. I do have a complete online system for women and then uh, I do also do some in-person coaching in Los Angeles, but I can completely coach them online remotely. And we're, we're a holistic coaching company. Because I think that's, Im- yeah, that's important because, um, I mean, once again, you're talking about, right, overwhelm, overworked, overeating, and I forgot the other one, um, the other O. <laughs> but, yeah, overstress, of course. And so, and then once again, when people think about, all right, well, I'm, I'm listening to Gary Hayden. She sounds great. She's been through it all. She knows this stuff because she's lived it. Uh but where am I going to find the time to actually go to a coach or a trainer or a nutritionist? But so your online program is easy peasy and can work for folks that are on the move, but are going to choose hopefully to do something just a little bit better baby steps to get them breaking out of these bad habits and into something where they can actually kind of get her done, get her done as, as, as we say uh, with these health goals. Yeah, so we uh, we address everything, you know, because, again, it's not just about telling absolutely how people with what to eat and how to work out, but then we're looking at sleep and stress. Support is a big one. Do you have any support? How how can we help build some support other than just me and your coach? Socioeconomic factors, all that. Um, and um, it's super easy, especially for busy women, to have something at their fingertips, no matter where they are, if they're traveling. You know, they've got many posts in their pocket, but they also have this amazing online foundation of, of building habits because it's kind of similar to picking up a musical instrument or riding a bike. You know, the first time you picked up, I know you played the bass, Dr. Holly, so the first time <laughs> you picked up a, a bass guitar, you might have seen in the book how to play the chord, but it, it takes time for your fingers to learn how to play the chord and then to remember how to progress to the next chord. It takes practice and time and um, same thing with creating healthier habits. Practice and time yeah. and just a little bit of the time builds into something bigger. If you can focus on what you're do- right. already doing well and then, you know, build. I think it's the endurance race too when we come to something like this because, boy, habits, boy, they are ingrained and they're and they're mindless too. There are times when, you know, I know better. And so it's, it, it, uh, I mean, I know a lot and I know better, but there are times when let's say I'm on a time zone change because I've been traveling and mindlessly, I all, all of a sudden have overeaten because I have a lot of things going on. And, but one of them was just a want for energy. You know, I think another thing that goes on in our modern day society with all the big O's that you're saying is that we feed our fatigue, you know, and that's another mind, mindless thing where the body is just like, you know what, I need to limp through this day. I'm in a survival mode. Yeah, I'm going to continue to hang out with you during all of these overwhelms and such, but I need some help. And so 
we start to feed our fatigue. And I think that's another thing. And that's something that leads me to my next question for you. Um, let's say everybody is, you know, somebody is just locked in, right? They're doing things differently. They're taking it one step at a time, chunking it down, uh, making these better decisions, stringing together good choices. And, oh, my dear, the big thing is not happening. The needle is not being pushed one way or another. They can't lose the weight. What are some other factors that they might have not thought about? So the first big one that I look at is the sneaky one for a lot of women, and um, it gets worse worse as we get older, is, is alcohol consumption. Um, so, yeah, you can have this rock star lifestyle going. You're, you're working out seven days a week. You're eating what you think is perfectly but maybe you're, you're tapping on a couple of drinks at the end of the day or more than that on the weekends. And it's, it's a thing It sounds really obvious, but it isn't for a lot of people. Um, and it's not only the sense calories, but, it's, you know, what alcohol does to break down your testosterone level. Women, as we get older, particularly postmenopausal women, when our estrogen is already tense and then you're consuming more alcohol, your ability to lose the fat and, and maintain or build muscle it's even more greatly diminished by alcohol consumption. Um, and then there's a, those big ones I refer out to, to someone like yourself, Dr. Holly, which would be, you know, a thyroid. They do everything right. We're banging our heads against the wall. We don't understand it. scale isn't moving. But, we're, you know, what's, uh, what's their thyroid and their adrenal look like? How much uh, damage have they done previously because, a lot of women do jump from one fat burner to a fat pill to the next, and that can take a huge toll on their thyroid. Um, and I'll let you speak more about that. And, then, and the other big kicker for us is hormone. Um, and then, of course, we're going to dig into epigenetics or genetic factors that might be causing that. Um, but I know you have a great thing called the perfect storm that I would love people to hear about. Yeah. <laughs> What I say about the perfect storm, I think, as we age, as uh, women especially, is that we've got an age-related sort of decrease in lean muscle mass. So if you don't have as much lean muscle, you're not going to burn um, the calories just sitting still, really, no effort there. We also have a decrease in our hormones naturally as we move into our non-childbearing uh, years, uh, menopause and beyond. And then also, I believe we have got an age-related decrease in insulin sensitivity. And so our processing of carbohydrates is just not as efficient. And mm -hmm. I am a 52-year-old woman here to tell you that that perfect storm does happen. And that's when it's like changes do need to be made. And, you know, I think also education is really important because if you look at the number one anti-aging, quote unquote, or longevity uh, modality, it is calorie restriction. Um, and so it makes sense as we grow older, uh, not the need for as many calories, but it's a really hard thing to adjust. But I have seen that. You know, my 20s was one thing, really didn't uh, worry that much about my 30s. I was like, huh, something's just a little bit different. 40s, yep, just, and then definitely in my 50s. Um, so it makes sense, and I think it's important for people to be mindful and also understand normal variants. You know, it is a normal variant that we have these age-related things, and yeah. so I think that education is so important. It's kind of when I talk about uh, folks going into menopause and they complain of their libido being low. And I'm like, well, uh, it's a normal variant of going into menopause because from a biological perspective, uh, you aren't sort of looking to procreate. So you aren't having that time where you're supposed to get up there and, and get into it and uh, 
there is a natural law. And so I think those pieces of education are really important. So what, all right, so lots of factors, obviously. And, and I know people in my practice, I know people in my life, I know that I have struggled. I know now that you have struggled with this whole putting it all together um, and, and be successful at weight loss. And like you said, not only being able to nail it, but also maintain it. So at mm-hmm. Fight For You Fitness, and by the way, folks, you can find out more about the website uh, or find out more about Gowrie and the company and the programs uh, at fightforyoufitness.com. And that's fight and then the letter or the number four, the letter U and then fitness.com. So what is the takeaway here? Uh, how can people women especially, create an action plan? Great question, Dr. Holly. Um, yeah, if you sit down and write out what that perfect day is, everything, you do everything perfectly, feeling awesome, and then take one piece of it, just one, be it, you know, getting your exercise in or eating breakfast or getting eight hours of sleep or just one thing that you are ready, willing, and able to do today, right now. And then... Right. Just do that one thing. And then eventually that one thing becomes a habit. And then you take another piece of your perfect day and focus on that until that becomes a habit. And you just build, focus on your positives and build from there. We always said progress, not perfection. Um, it's just, life is one, you know, it is not a sprint. It is a marathon. <laughs> and, and um, you know, these habits and this maintenance doesn't happen overnight. And so... Be kind to yourself, build that support, focus on the little things, build from there, um, triggers, obstacles, um, you know, and making yourself a priority. Small ways you can find yeah. you. <sighs> right. Well, and it sounds like you do a really good job and your program does a really good job at identifying all of these contributing factors to why people stumble all the time and do have that I'll start on Monday kind of syndrome going on, uh, not only, you know, fighting for them, but also helping them be more aware of themselves. So once again, listeners, fightforyoufitness.com. Yes, if you're here in the Los Angeles area, you can work with Gowrie one-on-one or you can check out her website and her online programs that can help you stay accountable, get started, and completely rock those weight loss goals. All right, yeah. folks, thank you so much for joining us today on Mindful Medicine. Gowrie Hayden, thanks so much for fighting for us out there. We appreciate it. And until next time. <laughs>